Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is episode number 58, How to Make Better Decisions. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Hello there, I'm Dr. Bethany Hansen, also known as Dr. B, the founder of drbcoach.com. I'm an educator with 25 years experience and an ICF certified coach. I've created a website to share expertise and insights through some tools, and I also share this Mindset for Life podcast. Some of the people that I work with are online professionals, coaches, and educators who want to reclaim their power and purpose by providing personalized professional coaching and practical tools to help them out. And my aim is to help you experience a transformation, whether small or grand, so you can lead with a powerful sense of confidence, fulfillment, and joy like you've never experienced before. As I think about helping you today, the area is decision-making. Decision-making is usually a lengthy process with many steps or a quick one if you just really know what you want. But how many times have you felt that you made a decision you really regretted? Have you ever chosen something and wished you really had never considered it? I know I have, and there are many decisions I'm also very pleased with in my life. Today, we're going to look at two strategies to help you with your future decision-making. They will also help you understand yourself even better and the way you think about decisions and things you do. We're going to talk about those two strategies, give some examples to help you out, and I'm fairly confident that you're going to emerge from this podcast today with a much clearer method to make your next big decision. So thank you for joining me, and I look forward to sharing decision-making with you today. Before I jump in, I want to talk just a little bit about coaching and what it is. Imagine someone who would like to learn to play a musical instrument. One might first consider what instrument do they want to play? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Is it going to be fun? Then we might consider taking one-on-one lessons and learning basically how that instrument operates, how to make it make sound, how to produce what we call a musical sound. Eventually, we're going to join an ensemble like band or orchestra. And in the same way, coaching is just like taking strategic one-on-one lessons to bring out your best and use helpful tools to learn any new strategies you need. You could spend hours, years, and a lifetime growing as a musician. And believe me, I have. I play a lot of instruments. I have a piano downstairs that I still play, and I am a trumpet player as well. And it's no surprise that we need to keep growing as adults throughout our lives in just the same way. Coaching is like music lessons for your spirit, heart, and mind. And group coaching is like joining a band where you learn and grow with other like-minded people and share your own contributions as well. As you think about decision-making in the context of coaching, I want you to know that I am a coach and I do talk about coaching topics, and I'm here to coach you today 
on your big decisions, things you might be thinking about for the future. There are two strategies I'd like to share. The first is about the way you process information. I'm going to call these your three sensory modalities. If you think about the five senses, three of those are the visual, the auditory, and the kinesthetic. In other words, what we see, what we hear or think, and what we feel. Your systems are repetitive, and these systems process really fast. But for each of us, they happen in a special order. And we're all different people. Maybe we see what we want first, and then we go to those other things. Or maybe we feel something first, and we go to those other things. So everyone is different in the way they make their decisions and what sensory systems pass through. The other strategy I'm going to tell you about today is reflecting and considering before finally deciding. This is where you're going to take the time to decide what matters most to you once you've really just made up your mind. In some ways, this is like a double checking system. And for this, we're going to use your values, your preferences, practical realities like a budget and timing, and future casting, like considering what will it look like in a month, six months, a year, and 10 years. Before I go into these two strategies much further, I want to give you an example of the first three, the visual auditory kinesthetic processes. Think about moving to a new house. If you've ever done this, you know that it's a pretty big decision, it takes a lot of time, and then there's a lot of work we're going to do before it is finally completed. If we're buying a house, it might even take several months to wait till that purchase is finalized. There was a time many, many years ago in the very earliest year of our marriage where my husband and I decided we needed to move somewhere. We were not moving locally. We were moving two states away from where we were at the time. The first issue was I saw the need for a change. We were looking at the budget. We were looking at our home, our living conditions, and the son we had at that point, and we decided that we did need to make some kind of change, whether it was to move or get a different house or something like that. Along the way, I went and researched the possibilities in this out-of-state location. I traveled there, I took pictures, I gathered data about potential salaries where we could each work, what kind of recreation would be available, distance from our family members, the visual beauty of the area, potential um, new things we might learn and enjoy, and also potential challenges and things we might dislike. After this, I shared all the information with my husband and we discussed the pros and cons, the various aspects of the potential move. This process began with the visual, seeing a need, going and seeing what was available, gathering information, and then discussing that was the next system, the auditory. So far, we've covered the visual and the auditory. And next, my husband and I both flew to the city we were considering moving to. We had a realtor take us to several houses, and we decided we really liked one of those houses, and we wanted to buy it and move there. We were primarily using the visual and kinesthetic senses here, based on how things looked and how they felt to us. We put some money down on the house, and then we flew back home. We thought about this decision. We reflected on this decision. 
We had covered the information, we discussed, we used the visual, we looked around. Um, we also went with what felt good. Did it have enough space? Did it feel right to us? Was there intuitive sense of full wholeness to the whole situation? And really, we started to have these strange feelings, doubts. We had actually, within about 24 hours of getting home, we knew that the house we were about to buy was absolutely the wrong one. We couldn't explain it. We weren't sure visually if we had not seen something about it or um, auditorily if we hadn't discussed all of it. Maybe we didn't have some facts about it. But we knew the feeling was that it was the wrong decision. So in this decision-making process, we paused I went back down there and went to a second house we had seen together and still liked, and we made an offer on a different house. It did go through, and we ended up moving there, and we were very, very happy with that decision. One of the things that helped us out in making a thorough decision was that time to reflect and consider and stay in touch with all of our senses, especially the feeling part. We thought about the practical realities uh, and the future of what it might look like to live there. Whatever it was that we had missed, we sensed there was something missing and something wrong. And so we did not follow through on that first decision to buy the one house, and we moved into a different one across town. We loved that house. It was one of the best decisions we ever made, financially and otherwise. And our children uh, started growing up there the first few years that we lived there, until we eventually moved to a different house. Um, but thinking about the decision-making process, I want to go over the first strategy, listening to your three modalities. Your visual system takes in what you see. Maybe you see that there's something appealing you'd like to do or something you'd like to have, some experience you want to try. You have this visual sense of what it looks like, and it might look really appealing visually. And then there's also the kinesthetic sense, which could range anywhere from touching it, like sitting in a car and touching the seats of the car and feeling them, to your inner feelings, your emotions, your, your kind of sense of emotional state. Like, do you feel calm about that decision? Do you feel uneasy about that decision? That's all within your kinesthetic realm. And then there's that auditory. It's what you hear. And it's what you say about it, what others say about it. And we might discuss it, talk about the facts and details. There's a lot going on there. So these three modalities, they all gather information for us and they work together incredibly well. In fact, they're very redundant and they repeat some of the same information. It's great to think about all three of these modalities as you're making a decision. What do you see? What do you hear? What are you saying about it? Have you discussed it out with other people? What do you feel about it? How does it feel? And then when you've made your decision, the next strategy is also very important, and that is reflecting and considering. Take the time to decide what matters most to you. The first area of reflecting and considering is your values. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever gone through and detailed what your values are. I have, and when you go to coaching school and when you coach people often, you look at values quite a bit. Values are basically those things you care most about in life. One of those values for me has always been spirituality. So 
I might want to attend a church. And when I was considering that move, I also cared where was the church located compared to my house? Was there a church nearby? Was that even possible? Where were the schools? Education is also very important to my husband and me. So where were the schools located? Could the kids walk to school? Were they close enough to attend a school nearby or did they have to be bused there? Those kinds of things that we value matter a great deal when we make a decision. After you've considered your values and reflected on that decision you're making, the next thing is simply your preferences. Perhaps you really just always wanted a two-story house, and this house is not a two-story house. It's possible that you're going to say no to it just based on what you prefer, and that's totally okay. In some cases, you might choose to compromise, especially if you're making that decision with someone else. Next, you have practical realities like budget and timing. Sometimes a decision is right for you right now because of the timing, and in six months, it might be wrong. It might no longer work for you. And the flip side of that is also true. Maybe a decision is right for you right now, but it's not going to be happening for another six months. So you know it's going to be right, but you have a period of preparation between now and actually carrying out the decision. Those things matter immensely because if you don't consider your budget, your timing, and other practical realities, you might try to take steps towards a vision you have of whatever decision you're making and worry that you're wrong because the timing's just not lining up correctly when really all you need to do is give it a little bit more time. The last part of reflecting and considering is what I call future casting. Now, the word future casting I've heard has always been in a negative light of predicting negative future events. But in this sense, I'm actually just using it in a neutral way. Let's forecast in the future what your decision will look like in a month, in six months, in a year, and in 10 years. Are there some negative results we don't anticipate that might come out over that duration of time? Are there some positive things that are going to be even better as we start to forecast and future cast what that's going to look like six months, 10 years from now? Maybe we're making a job change, for example, and that job change is going to give us a lot more flexibility, autonomy, and space during the day. And when we've taken that job change and we've continued it out six months, 10 years from now, it might even improve our health because we'll have all this space to do other things around that job in our life. Like maybe we can exercise during the day and still do the job. Think about what processes you have used in decision-making in the past. Did you first visualize something you wanted? Did you talk about it with someone else, gather data? Did you discuss with a friend or a spouse? Did you hear something that made you want to pursue a particular decision? Or was it a feeling you had? Perhaps you were shopping for a car and the first thing you really considered was the feeling of the driver's seat, the, the steering wheel, the distance from the chair, and the power of the motor when you test drove it. Then next, maybe you looked at the facts, like the price, the stats about the engine and its performance or the safety ratings. And at some point, you went to your visual modality and you considered the color of the paint job, the interior upholstery color, the number of seats you saw in the vehicle and whether or not you need that many seats or need more, and other visual factors. 
If you reflect back on decisions you have made that went well, and you really slow down to identify your own process, what order you looked at the visual, the auditory, and the kinesthetic aspects, and how much you reflected and considered before you finalized it, you will be able to learn what your personal decision-making strategy is when you're at your best and when you're making well-developed decisions. Likewise, look back at a decision you have made in the past that did not go as well for you. Did you skip one of these steps in the process? Did you maybe gloss over an area that you needed to look at because you were in a hurry or too excited to slow down and look at every step? or trying to compromise with someone else in your life? Today's takeaway is that you can make better decisions every time when you fully consider your three communication modalities, the visual, the auditory, and the kinesthetic. And when you have come up with your decision through these methods, your second strategy is to reflect and consider using your values, preferences, practical realities, and future casting. Even in the best of circumstances, we can never know exactly what the future will bring. And we are really doing the best we can with what information we have right now. So trust yourself and trust your decision-making process and go forward with confidence. Then adjust when needed and keep reflecting on your process as you go. Thank you for listening and working through decision-making with me this week. If now is the time for you to make some changes in your life, Tap into your power for more confidence and get clarity on your purpose so that you can live as the best version of you. Contact me through my website at drbcoach.com. I only have a few openings for new clients at this time, but I'd love to help you create your transformation, whether small or grand. Here's to being the best version of you this week. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.